You're listening to Expansion, the podcast for EXP agents. Expand your skills, expand your value. Here's your host, Glenn Sandberg. Hey, welcome to Expansion, a podcast about personal and professional growth here at EXP Realty. I'm your host, Glenn Sanford, the founder of eXp, and each Tuesday and Thursday, I'll be talking to one of our icon agents about their careers, success, and ultimately what inspires them. Today, I'm excited to welcome Rebecca Straley uh, to the podcast. Uh, Rebecca has been with eXp for six years and is very involved with the eXp community. Welcome, Rebecca. Thank you. Good morning, Glenn. Good morning. Hey, well, you know, uh, I know that... uh, You've been with EXP now uh, for quite a while, since uh, 2016. And 2016. And, and, I, and I have a note here um, as well that you were actually the first icon agent in Virginia. Woohoo! Yes, yes. We did uh, some good work. You know, it's, it's important to keep yourself busy, make sure that you target that. But that's when the um, EXP icon was new. or being uh, developed and evolving in eXp Realty. So uh, it was quite exciting when we got that call that said that um, we were um, considered for eXp Icon Agent, but we had to meet with a group um, that would also evaluate our collaboration and contribution to eXp. So it's not just production. Production, collaboration, contribution. Yep, no, for sure. So that was very exciting. No, and then you also helped us uh, at uh, the state uh, managing broker level for a while, I think maybe in both uh, Virginia and D.C.? Virginia and D.C. And, um, you know, EXP started with, I guess, you and Brian and Dale, you know, and grew to uh, several hundred agents. I think that when we began, uh, we were in the 800s early adopters of EXP Realty. So when 2016, 17, I think it was about 18 that um, the state broker was the original state broker for many, many years, and he just needed a, a break, a team. And so um, I was tapped and uh, became the uh, broker for Virginia and DC. And I had been a broker for years before, so I had the experience there. But I mean, you got to be prepared when you step into the growth and the scalability of, of EXP Realty. Yeah, it's yeah a, no, it's, there is a learning curve. There is a learning curve, and and because of the growth, it it probably felt like for you. I know it felt like for me, like the wheels could come off the wagon at any time because we had to rebuild systems like almost in real time to keep it all together. I know. It's at times when I was onboarding, I actually had a pencil and paper and steno pad and just flipping those pages as quickly as I could. Um, Michael always said that um, I lived in my office at that time and he would bring me food at particular hours so that I would keep up with with uh, you know, our daily life thing. But we had to we had to, you know, really put the nose to the grindstone to go through that. I think when I was broke, I went from um, like up to 400 agents, and we we started in Virginia with 50 to 100. Up to what are we now? Over 75,000. We're actually over 80,000 worldwide now. So it's it's kind of crazy what the uh, the the growth has been over a very fairly short period of time. Yes, yes, and you know what? I had no doubt, and I have no doubt that um, 
The next goal that I see in my vision is the 200,000 agent mark. And it's going to come much faster than we even know. Yeah, so. well, it's uh, it's definitely uh, definitely heading heading our way. And uh, uh, predictions. Uh, my my thought is twenty twenty five twenty twenty six would be my my guess on that. But maybe maybe it comes earlier. But, yeah. But that, okay. That's, those are that's where I I think it's uh, it's well within reason that that would be the the time frame. So now. Now, um, how did you get into real estate? I, I, you, I, I understand that maybe at one time you were in the film business in LA. So this I was, and that's so exciting. I thought it was the most exciting thing in the world at the time. And um, I remember when um, I was debating what I wanted to be and if I wanted to continue in the film business, my mom said something about, funny how God grants you your wish, right, sometimes when your wish is changing and, and you're ready to move forward. So here I am in uh, Los Angeles. I, I'm the daughter of a Marine, I think, Semper Fi, Glenn, you know, and that, that teaches you to be the best that you could be and uh, to understand the nuts and bolts and uh, the core values. And so when I was in the um, film business with MGM Studios, so you get the little pass and, you know, I had my own office and our suite of offices um, on the studio. I did, um, what's that called? Uh, treatments. We would write treatments, make presentations to HBO, MGM, you know, the, the whole series of things. But my uh, crowning glory was really receiving full screen credit as producer for Gymkata, which is a karate adventure. Um, and so it was very, very exciting to, um, to reach that, that pinnacle within the business. And then I decided it wasn't the business for me, which was um, very counterintuitive. Um, I'm, I shot the film in Yugoslavia. At the time, it was Yugoslavia in the Baltic states. And um, I had my first child. I was... Uh, she was going to turn one year old while I was doing the film. And I realized that I needed more of a balance in my life. And I have an entrepreneurial spirit. And so you could have the best job in the world or the best even business in the world. But if it doesn't fit your why, then it's not going to work. And so I had to um, start with my why all over. I do believe and was taught that you could be anything you want to be. So when I came back, um, I left the film business, decided to be a realtor so I could achieve that entrepreneurial spirit, raise a family and put in some things that uh, I thought were most important. And so I decided I, I um, was having my second child at that time and I decided I was going to get my real estate license before my second child was born. And I had about seven months or six months to do that. And it was so funny because I was running out of time. And on, um, I took the real estate test. The poor gentleman that was monitoring the test kept patting me on the back. Are you okay? Are you okay? Because I gained 40 pounds. I was ready for delivery. The next day, the very next day, I delivered the baby. And so it's that mindset that when you have something that's so important to you to accomplish, um, even having a baby doesn't stand in the way. So I got my real estate license. I was in California. Now I'm in Virginia. So I, I um, claim that coast to coast 
realtor right. experience. There, there you go. Now, you, so did you get licensed originally in California? Yes, yes. And then um, I got my broker. I moved to Virginia um, and got my broker's license in Virginia. In, uh, it was several decades ago. And uh, I have uh, been in, so I had a boutique organization uh, and then I wanted to grow. So I bought into a uh, franchise. I um, wanted to simplify my life a little bit as the children were going into school. And so I um, went with the big box um, real, real estate company. And then finally, uh, virtual. And each time I was kind of perfecting what I believe is the business model that works not only for us, but for the clients. And so uh, the, the virtual, I actually worked for a virtual before EXP uh, in leadership. And um, just can I, can I continue here? For I just sure. want to tell Go you like with, with EXP, what um, attracted me most was the collaboration and the innovation. And, and that was kind of always, you know, coming from the film business, I believe that you can manifest your reality. The thing I found about other companies and even uh, other virtual companies that EXP has that is different is the scalability, you know, the sustainability. You can, you can build something, but if you can't get all the people together on the same page um, with an intentional direction, then you're not going to have that scalability to make it the best that it can be, which is what we've done. The sustainability is amazing. Right. And I think that, uh, I, I use the phrase that it's uh, the compensation alignment when, you know, sort of aligning the compensation so that there's, there's a financial interest in helping everybody else. Um, and right. not just, just being sort of out for your own, you know, personal gain. It is actually financial gain in helping the whole Yes, and that's very important because when and when I was with the previous virtual company, there was financial gain for the leaders within the company. And since then, everybody's kind of modeled the EXP model in offering everybody compensation uh, along the way for, for the growth potential. So yeah. that's very nice. But it's kind of like you can't stay at a place if you're a growth person, unless there's room to grow. Mm -hmm. And that's what I have found about EXP. Usually you outgrow your workplace or you outgrow your business model. And so you always have to, you know, keep that innovation coming. And, um, you know, with that self-interest where there's a place for you to grow financially, um, intellectually, you know, uh, socially, you know, it's all part of that belonging. Now you're still you're you're still actively listing and selling real estate. Now you your yes. first icon was back in 2017. Yeah, 2017. I I always get confused if it's for the prior year or the year that you get it, but it was 2017 when um we received the award and um it was you know quite exciting. It is nice to have that recognition, especially in those three categories of production, collaboration, and contribution. Um, you know, to know that you work so hard, and the goal just seems just like right at the edge of where you might or might not achieve it, which is a really fun place. It's a Kind of like being an Iron Man, you know, and and that finish line is right there, and and you know you just gotta keep at it. Yeah, the, the, well, the best goals are just out of reach, but not out of sight. 
And, and, right, and, right. And so they, Thank you. They, they definitely definitely get a little stretched there, um, and uh, which is which is um, which was certainly part of it because obviously if everybody could re- receive Icon, that company probably wouldn't be able to make money. <laughs> uh, right, right. And that was the whole um, the behind the scenes that that the board of directors was uh, establishing is how that's going to work for everybody. And when we were on the agent advisory committee council, agent advisory council, which is 12 agents, Mm -hmm. I I think it's still like 11 or 12 agents um, that are the voice of the agent um, to uh, the board of directors and to the leadership so that you can understand how we're feeling, um, what we're doing and um, what we need. And when I was on the agent advisory council, I found it to be First, I had to prove it out to myself, EXP. And to prove it out to myself, I had to be involved. And to be involved, it was perfect to be on the agent advisory committee because I could see that things weren't perfect. But I could see that people heard that things weren't perfect. And there was always a, a challenge, a strategy to make it, make it more better, as my kids would say, you know, to, to pull it into that um, evolution. And so... I, I thought it was quite remarkable that there was such a, a listening capability in EXP Realty to the agents. Now, what does your business look like today? What what are what are you focused on? Are you are you? Uh, I'm assuming you're still active listing and selling selling homes. Yes, yes. It is so much fun. We're really really active. We're 95% um, referral business. Um, referral business has a lot to do with EXP Realty too, because we have such a, uh, a national and now global broadcast net that we can bring people in not only locally, but regionally, nationally, and now globally. So uh, referrals has become a, a big part of our business. Uh, we do somewhere between um, probably on the average about 15 million a year. And um, Michael and I, we, we've just begun developing our team more uh, professionally and intentionally with um, sort with the strengths that we work with. You know, you have to be in your zone. Actually, I wanted to um, to read something from "Go Put Your Strengths to Work" um, by Marcus Buckingham. I think it's something that you had recommended at one time. It says. Um, Back in 2001, polls revealed that only 20% of us claim to put our strengths to work every day. And 2 million people have taken the Clifton Strengths Finder profile. And the question on that poll says, what percentage of a typical day do you spend playing to your strengths? And the answer is what? Only 17% of the day is spent in my strengths most of the time is what people recall. And so when I read that um, and we're developing our team, Michael and I sat down and we made notes about when are we the happiest? When we work, when does it flow and it doesn't feel like, oh, I got another hour, I got another half hour, I got to do a listing appointment. Um, It's more like I'm called the uh, CEO which is the chief encouragement officer oh, for the team. 
So with the chief encouragement, it's like Michael loves negotiation and pricing and being out there with the people. And Marie, she does our staging and a lot of our our marketing. And um, John, who has now come on the team, has been a new home salesperson for 20 years, but they're not building new homes anymore. So um, he's transitioning into the resale market. And then, um, funny enough, we have a, a, a new person that might enter our team. He is with EXP Realty. Guess how old he is? 19 years old. And that is just so inspiring to see a young professional like that. He received a, um, a full-ride scholarship for soccer and uh, went for a while, but decides he wants to be an entrepreneur. He researched and uh, found EXP And he's thinking of buying a house. And I was going, well, maybe you should just stay at home for a little while because you're going to have to build up your expertise in real estate. And I, you know, don't want you to take on so many expenses. He says, well, I've done quite well since I was 17 in the stock market and with Bitcoin. So I'm really not worried financially at 19 years old. I'm going, wow, this is pretty intentional. And so, um, yeah, his name is uh, Nolan Wiss, and uh, he's in Stafford. Uh, he's joined EXP just in the past couple weeks. Oh, awesome. And, uh, well, so, yeah, we're looking so forward to seeing his success. Up, up and coming star. But um, yeah, so it's so important to understand your gifts and, and what's most important to you and where your zone is. So our team is now working in unison. Um, of course, we have a transmac transaction manager as well. And um, everybody loves what they do. You know, John loves working with buyers and Marie loves making things beautiful. I love just being creative and putting the systems together. And Michael's the negotiator, the pricer. And we all educate and share with each other. And then Michael and I, aside from selling these 30, 40, 50 homes a year, we educate and we do about, um, I think it's about 50 classes a year, so about five a month, um, four or five a month. And uh, we concentrate on the designations and certifications uh, that bring professionalism into um, our industry that really helps to promote and protect our clients, which is the most important thing. So we're looking at these E-words like expertise, experience, and education. And I think that's my driving force. Awesome, and, that, that and that's ex- primarily through NAR that you're doing doing that, or? Uh, yes, so we um, we do it with our EXP agents. EXP agents receive a a hefty discount. You know, it's a contribution collaboration, but the courses are written by the National Association of Realtors to, and they're re, they're rewritten like every couple years. Um, I have had the pleasure of. Um, being noted as a contributor in the front of the NAR manuals for um, accredited buyer uh, representative and for at home with diversity. So we actually, I actually participated with the writing of those courses, of those national courses. But to um, have that, um, the best of everybody nationwide writing and explaining to us things that we could do for our clients that we don't often know. Um, uh, there's a, a big myth that we shouldn't meet the appraiser. 
you know, that, that nobody could talk to the appraiser, but it's one of the, the most important things in our duties is, you know, we begin and end um, based on pricing negotiations and putting that appraisal package together so that our clients can have that winning experience. Oh, that, no, that, well, that's an interesting myth because I do think that there's a lot of agents that believe that, that it's uh, um, somehow sort of falls into some sort of ethical gray area meeting the appraiser. Right, right. And that's the loan officer and the appraiser. They're not supposed to, to talk. Right, because the, the appraiser is really looking out for the bank, but they may not understand right. the property. And so what we do in our education, we put a lot of our personal experience into it, of course, and our stories, our, our horror stories and our success stories. Um, this is kind of interesting. We found that um, and exemplify that there's three ways to learn. We even taught this to our children, each one along the way, is you can learn from your mistakes. Ouch. Not, that kind of hurts. Right. You can learn from the mistakes of others. But that's not efficient. And then you can learn from the successes of others. And um, as funny as I see on my screen right now, success enterprises, you know, like Cardone and, and Sanford have, uh, have really put this in our vision to learn from the successes of others. Awesome. Well, well thank you. This has been uh, amazing catching up. And and, uh, and, you know, speaking of success, you know, success leaves clues and, and you left a, a number of clues. I think that the, the playing to your strengths is such an important one. Um, and, and that's, uh, uh, you know, the, the reality is only, I think I read a stat years ago, which was that in traditional employed businesses, people are only effective about 18 to 20% of their day. Uh, and that was in a more office setting. I think when you go more cloud-based, and, and it actually goes up, so it may, may, might even yes, double. Yes, yes. But um, uh, I do have yep. one piece of advice. I think you wanted us for sure. to add on at the end is um, what I would uh, recommend to agents is um, well, there's kind of bad news and good news. The bad news is most people know ten agents. Right. That's right. just mm -hmm. statistically seven to ten. So um, why are they going to choose us? How what is going to make us be chosen to be the winner? And uh, the good news is, is that a lot of agents don't um, expand their education, their expertise and their experience. And you can even have experience and expertise without a lot of time. You know, you can focus on a particular subdivision and learn it, or you can get expertise through education. So the good news there is all we need to do is um, act different, sound different, and be different. And when you sound different and be different, even with your word choices, even with your education, if you had a, an ABR designation, there, there's a stat on that. I think it's less than 2%, Glenn. It's only like 20,000 agents in the United States that have gotten this. PSA is um, similar. Um, real estate negotiation experts, that's what people want us. We have to train and practice real estate negotiation. Only 6,000 agents nationwide have studied and perfected their negotiation skills. So doing that and being with EXP and building that collaboration, then we can act different, sound different, and be different, and therefore be chosen. 
Well, that's that sounds amazing. To those are definitely quotables, and I heard a bunch of exp words in that phrase. I'm sure that was deliberate. And uh, um, I, well, it's deliberate, but it's true because we always have to base our our knowledge on the truths. And uh, so, yes, that, that it was such a great idea to use the e words. <laughs> there, there you go. Well, well, I, thanks everyone for for listening to this podcast, uh, Rebecca Australi been amazing catching up with you. I know it's been, um, we don't see each other enough. I, I know I'll probably see you in Orlando here in just uh, yes. next month. So excited, excited for that. And uh, be sure to uh, check out uh, Rebecca Straley on social media, Facebook, obviously Workplace. And uh, until next time, everybody take care. Thanks again. Take care. God bless. You've been listening to Expansion. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday for new episodes. Thanks for being the best part of EXP.